Are you ready for Christmas? Oh, you can do better than that. Are you ready for Christmas? Believe it or not, there are people that are afraid of Christmas. They're afraid of Christmas because when Thanksgiving comes around, they begin to think about all the stuff they have to do for Christmas. Did you go through that where you started to think about all the parties, all the gifts, all the shopping, all the congestion, all the things that you would have to do just to get to this day? Aren't you glad that's behind us now? Well, you see, in the first Christmas, there was a lot of reasons to be afraid. A virgin girl about to have a baby, it's a little scary. That first baby, when you don't know what to expect, when you don't know what's going to happen, that first baby, when everything is changing and your world is upside down, that'll scare you. How about angels appearing in the, sh in the field to shepherds? Won't that scare you? Big, bright, shining angels appearing to you in the middle of the field. There's not supposed to be angels in the fields, right? It's kind of different. And you can see why people would be scared of that. What about the idea of having to go to an emperor-ordered census when you're about nine months pregnant and taking that long journey, not because you want to, but because you have to? None of us have ever had to do that, right? Take a trip to go see family when we don't really want to. So there was reasons to be afraid of that long journey. What about the fact that Joseph was not great at planning? How do I know that? He made no reservations. <laughs> he made no reservations for them. No place to stay. That'll scare you, right? Have you ever done that? I've done that. It's a scary moment when the time keeps getting later and later and you still haven't found where you're going to stay. And that's even with all the hotels we have nowadays. Can you imagine back then when every inn was taken and there was literally no place for them to go? What else is scary about Christmas? Well, how about a really bright, shining star that won't let you go incognito because everybody knows where you are because it's right above you. That'll scare you. How about no baby clothes? Again, who packed for this journey? Who got ready for this first Christmas? Apparently, these two, Mary and Joseph, did not plan very well. I don't know if they were expecting to make the trip and come back before the baby came and it surprised them. Surprise. But they didn't have baby clothes. How about the fact that this was a dangerous journey? Because they had to take all these roads to get there. Maybe using a donkey, depends who you ask. To make this journey to get to this place called Bethlehem. Yet in the midst of all these reasons to be afraid, 
Our scripture today that you have heard as we have been reading throughout the service reminds us in the voice of the angels that we don't need to be afraid because what was about to happen is good news. It's good stuff. Christmas is good news. It should not be bad news. When you hear Christmas, you should go, yay, not, ah. Uh. It should be something that brings joy and not dread. And it should be something that makes you want to celebrate despite the millions of holidays parties you had to attend, despite all the family members that you had to deal with that you normally don't have to deal with the rest of the year, despite all of the awesome Christmas gift shopping that you had to do on Amazon, despite all of the food that you had to eat in the different places you went, despite all the crazy schedules, despite all of the driving and traffic, Christmas is still good news. Because Christmas is about the birth of the Son of God, Jesus, the light of the world. Christmas is about this coming, this incredible event. Our Savior is born tonight. So tonight as you go home to yet another Christmas feast, because I know you're going home to eat, remember that the angels gave glory to God for what had taken place. They praised God in the highest heaven for the birth of Jesus, for the gift that keeps on giving, the only begotten Son of God, without whom we would not be having Christmas. You do realize without Jesus, we wouldn't be here, right? There'd be no reason for all the lights on the tree. There would be no reason for all the presents. There would be no reason for all these family gatherings. It is God's indescribable gift in Jesus Christ that makes Christmas make sense. And it makes Christmas not something that we should fear. So don't fear Christmas. Embrace it. Embrace the spirit of the season of giving in which God gave his best. Embrace the season of light in which Jesus came to be the light of the world. Embrace the season of peace in which Jesus came to give us peace with the Father. And embrace the season of love in which the perfect love of God was born in a humble manger for you and for me. The last two verses of chapter 2 say, But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Today, my invitation to you is to go and treasure all of these things in your heart. Treasure the story of Christmas and why we are here tonight as the story of your salvation and your redemption and God's love for you. And then share that story with someone else. You don't have to be afraid of Christmas 
It is good news. I promise. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for being able to celebrate the story of Christmas once again. For being able to remember the shepherds in the fields, the angels that sang, the star that lit up the sky, and the two parrots who sat there in that manger with the new Son of God born. We ask, O oh Lord, on this day that you will help us to always treasure this story and to share it with others. That, O oh Lord, as we pass this story along, we will know that we are sharing the light of Christ into the world. In his name we pray. Amen.